0: Hey everyone, I'm Alex, and welcome to The Roasted Mind, the show where we enjoy some coffee, have a conversation about self-help, personal interests, and growth, and express the thoughts that can be a bit harder to discuss. So, have a seat, grab a cup of coffee, let's talk. Welcome back everybody to another great Saturday, and unfortunately, I'm feeling a bit out of the weather today. I have been coming out of a cold for these past couple days. Uh, doing those 12 hour shifts have definitely been a big, big pain, especially when you're taking care of people who are sick. So luckily now, I just have a bit of congestion, a tiny, tiny sore throat, but I'm hoping by tomorrow it's all said and done for. Today, I want to talk about matcha and specifically being bored of your routine. I chose matcha because, well, it's a bit different from coffee. It's different from every episode I've done before, and it's a contrast to last episode. Whereas last episode, I had a vanilla latte, and I discussed the importance of having a ritual. Today, I'm discussing the importance of, well, being bored of your routine and how it can be a good thing if you're bored of your routine and maybe it's not so bad to have a routine and let it go for a while to start off well matcha is a bit different of course right because it's a tea this is a tea with about 40 milligrams of caffeine per gram of matcha and when you think about it put into perspective yeah that sounds like a lot but when you have a cup of matcha latte or matcha you don't specifically have a whole big glass of matcha you use about maybe one to two grams of matcha and then you dilute the rest with water so in total you're really coming up to about a cup of maybe at most 80 90 milligrams of caffeine whereas uh Gram of coffee has about ten milligrams, and when you're grinding coffee, or when I grind coffee in a pour over method, I use about well thirty to sixty grams of coffee, depending on how many cups I'm making. If I'm making two cu- two cups, I'm going to use thirty grams. If I'm making four cups, I'm going to use sixty grams. And so when you think about when you think about that, how much caffeine is in well one gram of coffee, ten milligrams. Multiply that by thirty, your pot can be o- well over you know. 400, 500 grams of coffee. So it's not as much caffeine as coffee is, but it is high in antioxidants, which is what it has over coffee. Matcha also has this power to kind of boost your concentration and provide less of a crash when it comes to coffee. I mean, how many times have you quickly drinking coffee or maybe drinking too much and said oh hey like this cup sounds like a good deal you know i'm really craving an extra cup of coffee let me drink it and then that crash is terrible matcha doesn't really do that because you're not drinking so much of it and of course yeah you can drink a lot more but i don't really think that's the best way to go about enjoying a delicious cup of matcha because it is Really good. It's got these earthy flavors. You can add vanilla to it. You can add honey to it. Um, I think they have some places have lavender matcha. And so this was my one of my preferred drinks of choice before I started getting into coffee. But I mean, matcha aside, I want to get into this whole boredom of routine because I know last episode I spoke about having the importance of a ritual and doing something that you really like to do daily whether it's waking up in the morning and making a cup of coffee or cooking or listening to this jazz playlist or maybe for some of you fitness enthusiasts it's going out there and going to the gym every day or for my artist friends it's working on some kind of artwork you have or starting a new doodle my musician friends maybe it's practicing maybe it's Getting up there and and writing composing, there are a lot of rituals that you should be enjoying on your day to day, and there are a lot of kind of bring you back to earth hobbies that can really be important for your life. But it's also okay to be bored of them. It's also okay to kind of feel like you have pressure to be doing them, because routines ultimately can be pressure. Routines can leave you feeling in a sense of well. I have to do it now because this is what I usually do. I have to do these things because, well, I'm used to it already. Not necessarily because I look forward to doing it. Maybe you're burnt out. And I mean, hey, that's fine too. Being burnt out is an indicator that you should keep going. Being burnt out is not an indicator that you've done it for so long and you're getting better. Being burnt out really is kind of a sign that, hey, give yourself a break. Come back to yourself. Realize, well, maybe I can do a day off of this routine. Do two days off and be perfectly fine getting back into it. And routines are fine. I mean, don't get me wrong. Routines are great. And if you can manage it and still feel satisfied doing it, then more kudos to you. Everybody has their own kind of threshold of what they can stand, you know, their own time frames, their own lives. So if you can uphold a routine and feel perfectly fine about it, then that's great. And there's more power to you. And, you know, the more and more you do it, of course you're going to get better. Practice makes perfect. And the more you start doing these routines and the more you keep up with it, even if you don't start to feel that burnout yet or don't feel it at all because what you really like to do is something you love, then I applaud you. And I, should, I mean, I wish I had that kind of mindset of, of just keeping up something consistently that I love. I have this trouble of really getting into a routine of really kind of loving something so much that I do it all the time. And that's, that's a personal thing. I, you know, I will get up and I'll use my piano or practice the guitar, or I will edit some photos and I'll keep it up for a day, a two, maybe three days. But then after that, I have a big problem with kind of keeping up with the routine. Not necessarily because I'm bored, but just because I maybe have other things going on or I have something else that has kind of taken precedence. I specifically, me, have a problem with kind of getting on a ladder of, well, okay, I really wanna practice piano, but I also have this other book that I wanna finish or I also have to you know, script some ideas for the show or this and that, so what do I put above the other? it's not necessarily an easy thing and it doesn't leave me satisfied at all that i kind of choose some things over the others so i'm really hoping that eventually i can get into a routine and feel satisfied and feel kind of like that i can manage it on my own so again to those people that have those routines and those things they like to do well i congratulate you but for the rest of us who feel that that consistency leaves very little wiggle room for the rest of the things that we like to enjoy Well, there's nothing wrong with that either. There's nothing wrong with kind of breaking away from that routine that you're trying to get into, or maybe the routine that you've set for yourself for a while and starting in something else, or giving yourself a break and just sitting there and doing nothing. Because doing nothing is doing something. Doing nothing is giving yourself a break. Doing nothing is that importance of bringing yourself back to zero, to really realizing, well okay, this is what I want to do because I love to do it or I need to stop this routine because it's really not something I want to do. For me, that routine that I stopped doing was really going to the gym and I know I've spoken that already and I might sound like a broken record, but I'll keep it brief. Going to the gym to me was everything and then I stopped because things in my life just changed and I feel all the better for it because I have a lot more time to do these other things. I have a lot more time to finish a video game that I want to finish. I have a lot more time to start this podcast. I have time to go and do groceries and I'm buying a dog soon because I'm going to have time to take care of this this family member that I'm getting into my home. Side note, yeah, I'm getting a Shiba Inu. His name's going to be Luffy and I'm incredibly excited for him to come home. I don't get him until August 1st. So when I do, of course, I'll post pictures and everything. Uh, but back to the show, that ru- kind of routine that I left behind. I'm, I don't feel dissatisfied at all for leaving it. Yeah. Do I wish I still kept up with working out? Of course I have weights at home that sometimes I'll hit or, you know, I go for a run, um, every so often, but I'm not killing myself over the fact that I'm not working out all the time because I realize that having a routine is important. Yeah. But if there are other routines that can replace it, well, then was it really such an important routine to have if there are other interests that I'd rather kind of put on a pedestal over that one, why was I putting that one in a pedestal to begin with? Why was I really holding it up to such a high standard when I could just easily let it go and get into something that I really do enjoy? I mean, I enjoy this podcast. I do enjoy making this show. I enjoy practicing piano. So I really hope that I can get back into that eventually. These routines are really hard to break away from. And that's really what, The disappointing part about them is, is the fact that when you take a day off and you feel like, well, I'm crap, you know, I've, I've done a day without it and now I'm going to be worse for it. Or you start to feel really bad because you just left it behind and didn't give it a second thought. Or maybe you're trying to uphold some kind of image to other people because, oh, they know you as this person or whatever it is. And it comes really hard when you leave it behind and they don't see you there or they don't see you posting these things on social media or they don't see you really kind of upholding this routine as much as they thought you did. Taking that break can be a big bout of pressure for yourself and can end up making you feel worse than you did when you were upkeeping it especially when you have those routines that you don't want to upkeep and you want to break away from but you just haven't found something to replace them yet kind of taking that day apart can make it even worse for you and so when you take a break just kind of think that it's okay that's what I try to do is I'll try to think that it's fine. I try to think that, well, I'm already this age. I mean, in my case, I'm already 24. And the more I spend time on these routines that I hate to do, the less time I have to do these other things that I like to do. And yeah, when I say I'm already 24, that's incredibly young, incredibly young. But that's still time wasted. I mean, every day is another day that you don't have to redo these certain things. Until they invent time travel, of course, but... Don't waste your time on routines that you don't enjoy. Don't waste your time trying to uphold some image, whether it's for yourself or other people, because holding up an image for yourself is equally important as it is for other people. Don't waste your time on these routines that you do not enjoy, these rituals, like I mentioned last episode, that you do not enjoy. Take a time, step away, try something new. Or even just take a break and look around you and just kind of take in what your surroundings are. You never know what you'll find. Maybe it's just kind of bringing yourself back to zero and smelling the flowers and watching people play with their dogs and feeling the raindrops on your hands. Or maybe you take a break somewhere and overlist, overlisten somebody talking about their routines and then you figure out, oh, hey, I want to get into that. I want to get into that hobby. That sounds so cool. Do that give yourself a break, give yourself a chance to really know who you are and what you like to do. Give yourself that opportunity to learn more about yourself because the more you start to learn more about you, the more you develop your personal flair in these things and then you start to really enjoy these routines that you do and the time that you spend putting them in isn't wasted anymore. The time you spend upholding these routines is your time that you enjoy And you will go to sleep and wake up the next day feeling like, well, hey, I really want to do that. I can't wait to do it. Unfortunately, routine culture has been really pushed on us at a young age, especially now with social media. And you see all these kind of healthy uh, influencers on Instagram or TikTok that really talk about, oh, hey, what I eat in a day or this is my routine to get this body, or this is my practice routine on the day-to-day, or this is how I read this many books in one year. This culture of routine, yeah, it's effective, but can be tiresome to hear, can be tiresome to look at, and can leave you ultimately dissatisfied that you're not making as much progress as these influencers have. But it's also important to remember that these people, A... They do these things all the time, and they've been doing them forever. You're just a beginner. If you want to get into reading these books and getting that amount in a year, I mean, they had to start somewhere, and so do you. If you want to run this many miles every day, they started somewhere too. And if you, let's say, want to practice all these etudes and get really good at a music piece, they started somewhere too. But not only that, these people also get paid. Paid to do these things. Eventually, these routines that they start to push out there, they get paid to make this content. And what we see on the screen isn't exactly probably how they feel about it. Um, It could just be extra kind of, well, a money maker, a content pusher. You really think people enjoy reading that many books in a year? I mean, of course, yeah, but this person who kind of gets paid to do it, it will feel like a chore. And that's where you have the upper hand, essentially, to kind of keep it in a glass half full approach. That's where your routines are uniquely yours because you're not really forced to do them anymore. It's not your job to uphold a routine. It's not your job to kind of do these hobbies that you love to do. You are doing these routines on your own terms, at your own time, and you can use those social media influences or YouTube influences or, I mean, television influence, whatever influence that you have, friends near you or strangers that you overhear talking, you can use all of that to better your routine. You can use all of that to make your routine more efficient, more effective, and ultimately tweak it to become yours. And I've talked about this concept of really adding flair and making something that you do personal and making something that you do really reflect who you are because that's really what's important in this short time that we call, well, life, as tacky as it sounds. That's really what's important in feeling satisfied about these routines that you do, is really knowing that something that you're doing is for you and it's yours and it is you. These are things that you love to do and these are things that you can't really see your life without. Routine is incredibly important. And yeah, although I say you can be bored of it, that doesn't mean that you should be. That doesn't mean that you have to go through a boredom phase that boredom phase of routine is important in itself, but that doesn't mean you have to experience it. So when I give this advice of how important it is to have that kind of boredom in a routine and change it up and really see what you want to do, that doesn't necessarily apply to everybody. I mean, I know that I keep talking about the podcast, but in this case, it's kind of necessary to. After episode 10, I really do look into changing up the routine a bit, and I want to add guest stars, and I want to add mini episodes of me just kind of opening up. And so when you want to change up that routine, it's not necessarily because I'm bored. It's because I'm excited. It's because that I want to change. It's because I feel like the more that I change, the more that I grow, and the more that I develop this more personal flair of, of my own show. So, I encourage you to go through the boredom phase if you feel like it's necessary, but I also encourage you to change it up and I encourage you to continue going through the way you're going if you enjoy how you are. Remember that I kind of speak on all this for myself i kind of speak on all these topics in relation to me and the way that i feel is just that it's the way that i feel and if you can relate to that in a certain way whether it's you are bored of your routine or you're excited and you want to change things up for the benefit of your routine all of that i encourage and i support you each and every way routines are finicky and they're hard they're hard to keep up and they're hard to let go It's kind of one of the bittersweet things about the routine is how beneficial but how detrimental they can be to not only your physical health, but your mental health. Your mental health is something that, well, that's what this entire show is based off of. And the more you start to take care of it, the more you start to really relish these routines or let go of them or whatever you want to do with your with your routines the better you'll be in the long run I know that I sound cheesy in saying these things and in retrospect I do hate saying words like day to day I do hate saying words like life and the constant use of the word things but maybe that's part of the routine that I have to change And when I say it out loud, it kind of makes me excited because it shows that I recognize, well, of course I'm hearing myself, but I recognize that they can be more detriments to not only the show, but to the way that I speak and to the way that I think and to the way that I let my thoughts be heard from you guys, my friends, my coffee chatters, the people I'm sitting across the table with and sipping over this cup of coffee or in today's episode, a cup of matcha, either iced or hot. Routines are okay. Routines can be changed, and that's okay too. Routines are necessary, but it's also necessary to let go every once in a while. It's also necessary to take a break. Sometimes the grind is worth it. Sometimes when you want to get a new house, or you try to save up money for a new pet, or you try to get to a certain weight, or you try to get to a certain point in your musical career, Or you try to hit a whatever, whatever it is. Sometimes that's awesome. But other times, it's good to just relax. Other times it's good to just look around you and really see what's going on in the world that surrounds you. Yeah, you're equally as important as everybody else there. So why shouldn't you give yourself space? Why shouldn't you give yourself that time to reevaluate what your routine should be? Or if you want to add on another routine, or if you want to let one of your tiresome, hassling routines go. No matter what decision you make, it's okay. There are no rules into saying how you go about your routine, because it's your routine. And whether you want to keep it or let it go, make it great, or give it some space, that's completely up to you. And that's fine. So thank you again for tuning in to The Roasted Mind. I'm sorry again that I sound kind of congested, it's because I am, but this marks episode 9. Next week is going to be episode 10, and I can't believe I've been keeping this up for 10 weeks. After that, like I mentioned, I want to do guest episodes and mini espresso thoughts. So if you enjoy the show, please leave me a review. It really does help kind of get viewers out there. It's not necessarily what I'm going for with the show, but I mean, of course, some good thoughts would never hurt. So I appreciate you all, and I hope you have a happy Saturday, okay? See you guys.